I didn't remember it, but Susie insisted that we had been to this movie theater that we were walking by. And she said it was to see what she called the Churchill movie. My first thought when she said that was about a movie called Churchill's Secret. It's set in the early 1950s. Winston Churchill is prime minister and had had a stroke. And he was trying to keep that information from the public, which is where the name of the movie came from. This movie theater was small, independent cinema, not part of a big chain. So it would stand to reason that a movie like that might play there. We had been interested in seeing it, I believe, primarily because of Romola Garai, who played Churchill's nurse in the movie. She had been in the TV show The Hour, which we really liked. So when we saw that she was in Churchill's Secret, that was a a draw for us. And another reason why I thought that might have been the movie we had seen in the theaters, because a movie like that is obscure enough that we could have seen it without necessarily remembering the name. However, Churchill's Secret was a TV movie. Uh, I saw that it was on Masterpiece on PBS, so maybe that's where we saw it. I don't know if it's streamed anywhere. So, failing that, the movie we actually saw there was probably Darkest Hour, which was a little better known. Gary only won an Oscar for it. Uh, It was the movie about Churchill's early days as Prime Minister during World War II. This theater also includes a creamery, and on the marquee, It says that it's open for eat-in and take-out service from 2 to 9 p.m. And I believe the sign on the door also said you could get theater snacks. As for going to a movie there, not so much. We weren't planning on being on that street, but I believe that in Massachusetts... No means by which people can move from place to place is ever finished. This apparently includes walking or biking trails, so a portion of the trail we were walking on was closed. Instead, we had to take a detour to the main road, and while we were trying to figure out how far we'd have to go to get back to the trail, we ended up in front of the movie theater, even if it's only selling ice cream and snacks right now. Near there was a pizza place. It actually is the same company as the one we go to when we go to National Theater Live events at a movie theater one or two towns over. They have really good pizza, killer meatballs, and our routine is we go there for dinner, head to the bookstore down the street for a little while, and then go across the street to the show. Well, because of... You know, we haven't been to Anti Live in that theater for several months, but the pizza place is still in our Thursday night rotation. So every six or seven weeks, we go to the bookstore, pick up the pizza, and then go home to watch Michael Portillo gallivant to and fro on a train. There were lots of empty pizza boxes by the window, but I only saw one person inside eating a pizza. And I'm guessing it was an employee since it was about 1.30 in the afternoon. And 
whatever lunch rush there was was probably over, so it would make sense that they were perhaps grabbing some food. Down the street, I had seen a hair salon, and there was a single hairdresser who had been with a client, but then after she was done, she was just sitting and reading. And the same for the employee of a CBD dispensary nearby. The doors to both places were open, which makes sense. It was a nice day, very pleasant. But I don't think the doors were open just because of the nice weather. There were a lot of businesses on that street, or on that portion of the street, that didn't have a lot of people. But there were a lot of signs. And the signs were trying to send... A message, and I think it was the same message as the open doors were trying to show, which was, we're open. Which, even if it's after the early afternoon rush, isn't something you would normally have to say. But even as what looked to be a lonely afternoon inside these businesses began, although we didn't go across the street to Cafe Nero and Starbucks, which were positioned as if by magnets a few doors down from each other, like McDonald's and Burger King, to see how they were doing, there was plenty of life out on the street. It is the season for wrapping up roadwork projects before the bad weather sets in. The roads near our house are almost undrivable right now. So the sidewalk was closed in a couple places while crews were tearing up whatever it is they were tearing up. And there were other people out walking as they approached us. We wondered if there was enough room to pass by at a suitable six foot plus distance or if we should put our masks on. And then as we got closer to the downtown area and the library parking lot where our car was, there were more people, so we just put them on and kept them on. And there were cars, lots of cars. It wasn't a traffic jam. But there was a steady flow. You definitely wouldn't have wanted to randomly try to saunter across the street or anything like that. So clearly there were people headed somewhere, just not any of the places that we had walked past. It was supposed to be our last day on this particular trail as we were going to reach the end. But the detour threw us enough off course, so the end of the trail, by the time we did get back to it, was still a fair amount away, and the meter was running on our car, so we figured we'd better head back. So we'll go back next week, and if we time it right and feel like a celebratory ice cream, at least we'll know where to go. So this brings us to the end of this week's tale. If you want to hear any of the other installments, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Overcast. And I also post all these on my blog, which is billswritingplace.wordpress.com. And if you want to see what else I'm up to, you can check out the blog. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at at a underscore silly underscore place. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week.